Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of One Mike Night Talk. We're so glad you could join us. If you haven't already, please make sure you skip on down, like the episode, and make sure you click the bell because you never know we're going to drop another episode. And follow us. For all of you who are listening on the audio version of this podcast, you can now watch it on YouTube, of course, and do the live chat with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Or you can now watch it on Spotify or Anchor FM. Get into it, right? <laughs> my name is Marcos Luis. I'm an actor and filmmaker, and I'm here with one of my lovely and talented co-hosts. Yes, Ashley Elizabeth Green. What's good? What's up? Before we get started, I have to say Liz couldn't be with us today, so please make yeah. sure you join us for the next episode, and you can follow her at Liz Menezes Music on all digital platforms also make sure you download her music yeah her some of the music over is amazing yeah, amazing, amazing. I I we, should add some, we should add some to the, to the podcast the what do you uh, think we should add some to the podcast let's add some of her music to the podcast one day we really so everybody should've. can hear yeah I let's do it her music i don't know uh, i noticed like shower time is really like my more meditation time and i'm one of people i hate showers i love a bath but mm -hmm. i noticed like Shower's been really great, and I've been listening to... I, I meant to text her, like, hey, girl, I'm listening to you while I'm in the shower. I'm telling you, she's on three of my yeah. playlists, and I play it at work all the time. It's like she's the most very, chill It's very music. lovely. Yeah, it is. It's very lovely. But listen, don't get it twisted, because she does rock in Spanish, too, and Espanol. Yeah. And she does some, you know, a lot of different R&B. She does everything, so... No, she does. Lives, she, yeah. My favorite of all music, and I think people don't probably know this... I think Bossa Nova is number one and jazz is number two. Yes. I like I agree. love me some Bossa Nova. But she would be very proud of you that you did her her uh, last name so beautiful. <laughs> she would be so proud of you. Wait till she see this episode. She's gonna be like so happy, right? So you said it like like a flow. I sure did. But see, I had to think about it before I said it. <laughs> But even with you thinking about it, it was so great. Right. Because I know when I think about it, I still like mess it up. I know. Yeah, I still mess it up. And it's it's so sad. It's so because it's a beautiful name. It is. It is. Right. Well, shout out to Liz. She'll be with us on the next episode. So guys, yes, make sure you join be. us for that. She's hustling, getting that money, vacation. Getting time. that money. That's Hot right. Girl summer costs money. That's right. And she's the one. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's going on with you ashley how you been we haven't we haven't oh had an episode God. in a while we've been busy i forgot it's summer and it's been summer for a month i've been hustling i've been writing um i've been like planning things um i've been i've been saying no to a lot of things um that's good per our episode we talked yeah, about I've that. Been saying, yep. yeah, yeah, I've been saying no to a lot of things. Um, I've been doing a lot of great things. Like, I've been doing therapy every week. Good. So that's been a new thing for me. Um, that I has opened it. This up. is per our episode, too. Yes! <laughs> with, with Dr. Toll, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I would, I would say to anybody who feels that fog-mindedness a lot in the mornings where you just feel so clouded and do therapy at yes. least try it every week for a month it will make a even if you don't stick to it it makes a big difference and it helps you figure out what are the patterns that you're doing and also 
I think the one thing I love about my therapist, um, I'm not going to give her name yet because I don't know if she wants to be, you know, right, sure. <laughs> out there yeah, yet. Yeah. Um, I'll ask her next time I have her session. But I know that I love that she's a trauma therapist. And so she does a lot of great tools on cognitive, um, like um, teaching tools mm -hmm. to add to your tool um, box when you're getting in a certain way. And also she helps um, figure out the patterns that you need to stop or the patterns that don't serve you. Let me, let me say don't stop. It doesn't serve you. Right. So yeah. she's been really great. So ever since I've been doing that, I feel like even though I, you know how you feel super, super busy. We talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't feel overwhelmed anymore. Like mm, now I'm like, good. I can't do all of this, but I can do this. And I, and I feel fine with it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and it's funny yeah. because I, I think we talked about this on one of our episodes too. The reason yes. why we feel some anxiety or we feel stressed, it's not so much about what we have to do. It's more so mm -hmm. that we're actually not doing it. And how do we get through that blockage yeah. of not doing it? Yeah. You know and what I mean? She helped me with, so this is one of the things she told me to do. You know how we always set up a year, uh, like 12 months, um, six months or three months, right? Mm -hmm. She taught me something way different. She's like, do something, like figure it out. Like, what do you want to do and what do you need to do? And also three months, um, six months, 90 days. And there's another one, like 120 days mm -hmm. and then a year. And if you don't finish those things, you have choices. And that's what I love about her process. It's not about getting on yourself like, oh, I didn't finish. Like, like if you didn't finish something, right? Like an audition tape. Right. Oh, I didn't finish it. It's about not getting on yourself, giving yourself grace, but writing down, why didn't you finish it? What's going on with you? How did you feel? when you were in the process of, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? So oh, when you wow. write things down, yeah. you figure out, oh, this is the time. And you write dates. So she's always letting me know, like, write the dates so you can figure out what was going on. Because she was like, every month is different. So you know how you'd be like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to, life happens. Right. So it might be like, that's not, that's not your life right now. Right. So you might need to always be around, reevaluate every month of your life because sometimes your seasons could be different just in a matter of a month right so and yeah. yeah and the external environment could have something huge to do with it like exactly. like we say the pandemic who knew that was coming in a way that it came <sighs> so it stopped everyone's plan you know and or, we're and, and and we're all playing catch up in a right. way yeah and and that's one thing i'm learning to stop doing is stop playing catch up and know that what do I want right now? Don't play catch up anymore. And what's realistic? What is realistic oh, to accomplish, boom. right? That yeah. Is, yeah. That's the main thing I feel like that's what I'm really learning is mm -hmm. what real, what is realistic? What's realistic? What yeah. is really realistic? Right. And what do I really want to do? 
Right. You know what I mean? So I love that you said that. because That's so true, though. That is so true because a lot of things, it's like we put so much in our planners. It'd be like, I can't, like, like even today, right? So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, we need to do this at this time and stuff like that. Like, I just trying to get a lot of things done, like get the eyebrows done, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get my nails done. Right. And I noticed my um, nail tech wasn't there. I'll see you tomorrow. Right. That. See, if this is what, and I hate to say it keeps going back to the pandemic, but it does. We can't keep judging our life and making our life like it used to be yep. because it's not the same. There are too many it's other not. factors that have happened between last year, two years ago, three years ago. Life as we know it is no longer there. The person may not be there. So then you just got to go with plan B. I'll have to come back tomorrow or I have to make another appointment. Yeah, because I don't have good. I don't have her, her, her number. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a little bit Pisces. It's raining. Because <laughs> I'm looking I'm like, oh, I love the, I love the rain. I love the rain on the rain. But no, I, and and right. that's what I'm learning. It's just that at the end of the day, like, don't get upset. Just keep moving. Like, keep moving. And that's what I did. I ate, I ate my lunch. I kept it moving. I was just like, we're going to keep it moving. We'll do it tomorrow. And You're that's right. that. You're right. And me say, if I'm, if I'm taking a, a drive and I have to be somewhere, the traffic like now is different from two years ago. Maybe there's some, <laughs> yep. they blocked off this road because there are too many cars, because there are too many people, yeah. because there are too many, you know, like you just have to think in a different way now and allow some other things to happen. You and I also really feel like, to. I also think like a lot of great things happened during the pandemic. Cause mm-hmm. I noticed that, I don't know if you were like this, but during the pandemic, I was going to bed at seven. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. You go to bed earlier. You rested. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what was going on. Like I just felt like my body would naturally just. I did what I had to do, and my body would naturally shut down at seven, and it was so easy to get well, up. We in the talked morning. about this season in season one of our episodes. We said that we didn't feel like we were under the pressure to do so many we things, say that. you know what I we mean? So we, were, we allowed ourselves to sleep more, to take more time with ourselves, to be more gentle, or, or what was uh, the expression that Dr. Tull used? Be kind to yourself, be gentle yes, to yourself. Yes, be kind to yourself, you yeah. Know? And we were doing that during the pandemic. That was a way yeah. we had to cope with everything that was going on. Yeah. So we went to bed earlier. We got the extra sleep that we hadn't been getting to treat ourselves uh, better. I've been going to bed around like, 9 9 30 but mm-hmm. i got up this morning because i've been starting back my workout routine and i decided you. like to start getting up at five mm-hmm. and i noticed it was a little bit hard to get up even though i went to bed at night and i thought about when we were talking about seven i said girl you just gotta go back to seven seven thirties because at back then i was like let's go mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. go and right. i'm like back to seven seven thirties yeah but you got to know, I've, I, I've been getting up early, too. I'm not saying I do a lot of stuff, but I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I find the peace in the early morning. And now I know why people oh. like to get up in the morning. It's so yeah. peaceful. The city is asleep. There's nobody outside. My building's quiet. I'm mm-hmm. at peace, you know, and I can meditate for a little while and, and collect myself. That's why I am... Um... Sometimes during the weekdays, I mean, I'm, I usually like to get a little bit of things done, like workouts, because mm-hmm. I notice that if I do it in the evenings, I don't mind it, but I notice I get a little bit wrapped up, you know what yeah. I mean, because yeah. of endorphins, but I notice on the weekends, I've usually been getting around eight, 
eight or seven thirty. And like you said, it's so nice to have a quiet morning. It's just really beautiful. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. It's just those things like, yeah. But do you feel like, um, do you feel like you're, um, still catching up or you decided like, I'm not doing that catch up anymore. I feel like I'm still catching up. I think you hit the nail right on the head. Okay. And I'm sure everybody who's watching in the, you know, the live chat, type into the box, let us know too. Do you feel like you're catching up uh, from the pandemic? Do you feel like everything, like you're a step behind and now that you're back in the workforce or now that you're doing things that you're like, you're one, one step behind and you're trying to catch up. Like you're always trying to catch up. Well, in the workforce, I, workforce, I did feel like that the past two weeks. Mm -hmm. I was like, my feet hurt. I'm, I'm tired. I ain't got it in me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I told, I told myself, okay, let's just get through the next two weeks. Let's not write. Let's just meditate. Let's pray. Um, let's just do self-care. I bought some candles. And let's just rest. Because there's no point of working out if you're not resting. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even though it gives you energy, it's just going to make you more tired. Or for me, for me, it makes me more tired because I have to get up in the mornings. So it'll just make me more hungry, more tired because I'm not making food for myself. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm really trying to stop that going out and eating things. So, you know, outside food. What's going on? Am I here, Father? Am I on the, like... <laughs> I feel like my laptop does not like me sometimes. That's it's funny. like, am I flying? Where am I going? <laughs> you look like you're flying around. Right, like, uh... Like, That's funny. And it, it doesn't look graceful at all. It's uh -huh. just like... Just spooky. You know. Yeah, Creepy. it looks very spooky. Like, I'm on, you know, Harry Potter's, like, Broadway show. That's funny. I want to ask you, too. You mentioned something before about your therapist. Yes. Do you feel like um, that the people in this country, everybody needs a therapist because we're coping with two major things that have happened lately. One is the pandemic, which we always mention. Yes. And two is gun violence and race relations. All the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How 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 do we heal? How are we gonna heal? Oh, um, I just mean in general. I don't mean like talking specifically about gun violence or oh, like, okay, okay. you know any of those things, but I just mean in general. Um, how does this country I, heal? Because I feel like everybody, like I know, uh, like okay, I, for instance, I just saw a clip on the news uh, yesterday in New York City was the gay pride parade. And there was someone posted a picture, a video, I'm sorry, a video of the crowd dispersing all of a sudden because they heard fireworks, but everybody thought it was a gunshot. Oh. You know what I mean? Like everybody is so on edge with, with right. what's happening with all that stuff. That yeah. Even if fireworks go off, you're gone. You're like, you disperse. Right. Because well, first feel, off, mm -hmm. I didn't know the parade already happened. Dang. <laughs> I didn't know what happened already because I really wanted to, I mean they have the I mean the best parties were happening you know we're New Yorkers guys New York, everybody goes. Gay, straight, yep. whatever it's everybody's party, day a party is party a party here right. Right. a party is a party um I just feel like that's such a big that's a really good question what do you write in your yeah. book you I don't know you know what book. I mean I, I'm just you really need to write a I'm book curious. you curious you have the most, the best, like, questions because, uh, I'll, I'll, okay, to, to make me define this, the first thing I thought about, and maybe that's because, it, it, it doesn't have to be because you're Black, but 
um, you could be anything if if it if it resonates with you. The first thing I thought about is when you do not feel like you belong here as a citizen. Mm. I think that's the first thing that needs to be addressed. Okay. And I'm not even talking about people of color. I just mean, I think anybody who tries to make a life here, even people from um, different Middle East countries, anywhere, I feel like when you don't feel like you belong somewhere, I think when you don't belong somewhere and you don't feel like you have a community, it's really hard to connect. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And I think that's where the race relations even gets deeper with that. You know what I mean? Um, but I feel like the only way, I think sometimes therapy might be a help because it helps you look at what you're doing. It helps you take accountability of what you've been doing. So maybe in the matter of people who, like even, let's just say not, we're not even talking about racist people, right? Let's just say we're talking about people who believe in, um, they don't believe in gun control mm -hmm. and they're just like, that has nothing to do with me, you know, like the Midwesterners or whatever. It would be nice if they did take therapy to understand empathy. You know what I mean? Like sure, that, yeah. that would be something great that people can learn in therapy mm -hmm. and understand that they don't probably have empathy for people that um, either have been haunted. This oh, just came to me as you're saying that. Go ahead, go ahead. Do you think yeah. that critical race theory teaching would help increase empathy in those people? No. You don't think so? No. I, you don't um, think that would help help build a be better honest. relationship? No, I, just, I think we're, I'm going to be honest, mm -hmm. Marcos. I think we're honestly past teaching. I think, I think it's just that like conversations now, I hate to say this. I mean, not hate, but I, I don't like to say this. I feel like we are so down the rabbit hole where it's just like, um, there's action now. It's just really action-based. Mm -hmm. And I mean action-based. And that's why I was saying, when you decide on there's a problem with your accountability, when you see a therapist, that there's accountability and there's action with that. You're speaking out loud what you, what the problem is and what you have, you know what I mean? Like, and then you get right. to so, But, but in work. terms of, okay, like, like that would be an individual situation, but saying like in terms of the whole country, like where do we, where would we begin? And I think that, you know, like I just said, that would be one way to begin because I think knowing the truth of what this country is built on, I mean, we've already gone past the point of no return. Okay, so if you, right. try, to, if you try to yield it back a little bit. I mean, I think critical race theory would be great but I'm wondering, okay. It's not the like, solution for sure, but it's I mean, one way to help. I, I just, I just, but you know what I be thinking? I just hmm. be thinking like, okay, so what, to what magnitude do we get into critical race theory? You know what I mean? Like, how do, like, how do we combat that? Like, what do we say? Like, okay, so like with that, like what books do we have? Do we... You know, um, are we also talking about like the all aspects of, you know, like enslavement? Are we talking about like when the Native Americans enslaved? 
Are we talking about we're talking about everything. We're talking about everything, and that's what I'm saying. Those were the things that were omitted from our but history books. I'm just books. wondering, Marcos, would anybody listen? Would that? Like, it would have to be part of listen? the curriculum. It would have to be part of the curriculum, and I feel like that's obviously that's what's been missing all these years. And now that we're at a point where people are raising questions about it, we need to own this history. Now, last night there was um, BET had the award show, and you know I watch yes. all the award shows. So BET, so. The thing that I like about BET is that it celebrates people of color and their achievements and not necessarily the mainstream because we don't always yeah. get awards. We are equally as talented as other people, as blacks, as Latinos, as whatever, people of color, but we are not always recognized because of the makeup of the people who are voting and judging, period. So BET, and this is why we have separate award shows is because it was developed in order for us to get those accolades that we yeah. deserve and, and, and recognize our talents. Now, I don't want to go all the way back because, you know, <laughs> let me let me take it back because we know like watching Cadillac Records and all those things. We are the ones who bring the music and then yeah. the history, you know, taken from us yeah, and made popular by, you know, the white people. So shout out to white people. I haven't, you know, I'm just saying facts. Right. You know? So um, not everyone's an ally and some people are. Exactly. So starting out with the critical race theory, it would be a way where people start to understand what really happened because a lot of people don't even understand what happened and the magnitude of what happened. How many bodies were lost traveling across the seas when they were kidnapped from Africa that you know are now in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't understand, you know, the ones that were they got sick, they threw them overboard. Once they got here, you know, they were deemed as property, they were deemed as three-fifths of a person. Like these are things that people need to know in depth, you know, and, and this is why, you know, uh, you have the award shows like the NAACP and the BET Awards, which, and Black History Month, and it's not, you know, that you're just pro-Black, it's that these are things that need to be said for everyone to hear. You give out facts on those days. It's Black History Month every year, every day of the year, you know, as far as I'm concerned. No, but definitely. We, you no, know, it's just this. educating it, so it, people understand a little better. Is this in schools or just colleges? I think like, we should do in school, starting in grade school. People need to know. And that's where you can open dialogue between kids and just, you know, kids become friends. And it's, you know, as you go up through the ranks, when you get to college, then you can have the specialized courses where you get more in depth if you want to have African studies or African-American studies or, you know, specific studies on that. But I think that there should be a curriculum where that is integrated in the curriculum that you learn about what happened to the people, not just black people, but the Chinese who came here and built the railroads, the yeah. Japanese who were bombed, you know, and, and we were all pitted against each other as people of color. Yeah. We have the same story. Yeah, everybody, but that's what I'm saying. So, okay, this is what I thought about you. It's yeah, fire was, on the mic tonight. Yeah, you are on the mic tonight. <laughs> but even with that, right, it makes me think about how people get out of that things. So the people who are not the allies, <laughs> right. um, yeah. they establish their private schools and parents funded and all these other things because they don't have to learn about anything. So how do we do about that? It, will that be a mandate? Like according to each state? It could be if it's federal, if it's a federal law. You know it what could, I mean? It would have to be mandated. Because by, I believe yeah. that's how people get out of that stuff. Sure. I agree. You know, they separate the schools. They Because think about it. People who are even our allies, right? 
they don't have to learn about none of us because they segregate it. Right. By, even, I hate to say this, like, I know a lot of people say America's not a caste system, but I'm like, to a point, it is kind of. Yeah, it is. Like, it really is kind of a caste system. So, what I guess what I'm saying is that, like, it definitely will have to be federal, like you said, because people set it up where they don't have to learn anything. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, they're, you know, they're not even, I mean, the only time they're in our neighborhoods is to, like, buy, you know, real estate property and make money off of us, and that's it. But they don't have to be, you know, I mean, how many people do we know, like, in Upper West Side or just, like, in, you know, in the buildings and, you know, like, who actually lived there? You know what I mean? So it's just, like... They definitely will have to do. I think critical race theory will be great. I think that'd be awesome to start as toddlers. I think that would be great. Yeah. I, I really think so, think so. I mean, I think you're never going to get 100% of the people, you know, who do it anyway. You're right. The people that have money are always going to be able to do what they want. Money yeah, they're power. always going to try to get out of something. Right. Money mm-hmm. equals power. And if you have the money and the power to get out of it, then you don't do it. So those people are blatantly, yeah. you know, opposed to, you know, uh, or racist or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, definitely. Know, tried to keep it. So, um, but yeah, I think as 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 a mainstream, I think it should be taught. And I think that, uh, you know, the more we, we learn, you know, the better we are. Because I think the racism comes from ignorance. And ignorance in the literal word, way. Right, definitely. And I also think what would really help a lot is the arts. If there was more museums, like I live in Harlem, if there were more museums in Harlem, mm-hmm. that people would be, because you know, they love, <laughs> they love black art. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember I saw when I went to the Basquiat um, King Pleasure, mm-hmm. it's till to the end of September. So if you haven't went, Marcos, you need to go. We'll definitely go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to go. Um, Everybody was there. Everybody. Yeah, sure. So what I'm saying is if there were more museums, like the Guggenheim and all this MoMA, all this other like stuff, um, I mean MoMA, like I feel like that would place them in our community and they can start seeing like we're not just objects, but we're actual people. Well, that would have to work only, I mean, you could see it, but they would have to work with a talk back. You know what I mean? Like where you're talking about stuff. Because we can go and look, I can go and look at art. And, oh you know, no, no. Still oh not yeah, definitely a tall bad. But what I'm saying what is, is but, yeah. but when you start establishing, the reason why I say is because when you start establishing museums and money and culture, it puts it back into the community. Sure. So with the community, they start caring about what their streets look like. There's not trash everywhere. There's not dogs. You see what I'm saying? Gotcha. When you put yeah. money back, you get a whole new group of like type of people like, no, no, no. Like, you know you're what I mean? absolutely right. No, you're right about that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. With, when you yeah. put the money, you mm-hmm. know, because we all know and all those when things, there's yeah. a McDonald's and a Popeye's. Yeah, right. It's very suspect. It's very, very. Because right. I don't see no Popeye's in the Upper West Side. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see you no Popeye's. No, you don't see Popeye's. You might see Popeye's. But you right. don't oh, see Popeye's. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. don't see no, you're right. I see sweet greens. I see uh they even got Trader Joe's. Yeah. You know, I see that, you know, yeah. Bloomingdale's, you know, no. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Just 
I think I think we're both saying at the end of the day, if things start in school and in the communities, things would be way better. Absolutely. Yep. But it's all about us getting in there and running. Now we got to get into politics. Right. It's all about that. We need to get in there. Right. You know, we really do. You seem like you would be great in it. In what politics? Yeah, like you seem like you'd be a great like um like district. Like in New York, you said you'd be really great at it. Like you'd be knowing what you're talking about. Like you'd be great. Like, you know. I No, I would be okay. <clears throat> you know who would be better is my mom. Shout out to my mom, who's, who's I'm sure watching oh, this right mom. now. Mom, you would you would definitely be good in politics. I know you don't want to do Nobody said your mom would be good. Like what, yeah, what does your mama do that's like amazing? Like, she does everything amazing. You know, she's run, uh, yeah, she's run her condo board. She was the president of her condo housing association for a long time really this is done my mom listen i'm gonna have an episode on my podcast about my mother because i want to document all these things she did she was the dean of a college and she founded an organization called youth build where she got kids in the neighborhood to go and build up the neighborhood like houses like physically build up the houses in the neighborhood to to bring back to the community wow mom, yes yeah, she's my mom's bomb bomb I love that. Um, yeah. So, you mom, we're gonna have, have an episode. It, I keep saying need, we're gonna have an episode. I was saying, like, sure. you need to interview your mom. Yeah. I actually right. want to. I actually want to do a documentary on her. I really want to do a documentary. Why don't She's got you? Some yeah. I will. You really? Sh- you know what you should do? Do what other people do. They do the documentaries. They take their time and just do it. Yeah. So you don't get. Well, but you have some people. We be like, we gotta do it within a month. It'd be like, no. Because right. I remember um, the guy. What's his name? Sam Jones. Mm-hmm. Did a documentary on the skateboarder. What's his name? It's an older white guy, skateboarder. I forget his name. The documentary took over 10 years. They just That's finished crazy. it. They just, like, he just took his time. He was right. like, I want, and he was saying, like, he could get it done really fast, but he was saying, like, he just wanted to be perfect. Right. Like, he wanted to be, like, nothing has not been uncovered. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying with your mom. You can really take your time. Mm-hmm. Sure. She sounds like amazing, amazing. Well, I think she's that's amazing because she moved across the coast. That's right. And I she think sure that's did. amazing because most people do not do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that right. she's always up for an adventure. She is. Yeah. She so I is. About my mom. <laughs> well, guys, we want to know what you think about all this. We know we said a mouthful. The mic was hot today. Please. It was hot. It was really Catch hot. Catch up time. Right? We just had to jump in here for a few minutes. Please make sure you check out our next episode coming up. Liz will be back with us. We have some more hot, hot topics to talk yes, about. Yes, yes. Enjoy that. Please follow the show at One Mike Night. One Mike Night is spelled O-N-E-M-I-C-N-I-T-E. And as I said before, you can now watch it on Spotify. Make sure you hop in here on the live chats on Tuesdays and Thursdays and chop, chop it up with us. My name is Marco Suis. You can find me at M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. I am Ashley Elizabeth Green. Please listen to us in the mornings on Spotify. I know I do because I do. I know I do because I've been noticing I love hearing things instead of always seeing so I can just like multitask. So That's definitely right. hit us up on Spotify. And how can we find you? You can find me at, at Ashley Elizabeth Green. And as always, as I say, Put in the DMs, say hi, check me out, do whatever. If you're cute, you know what to do. That's right. 
I also want to give a couple of quick shout outs for people who join us in the live chat all the time. And we really, oh, really appreciate yes. it. Shout out to, of course, my mom, Fran House. Shout out to Miss Betty K, who comes in there. Katanya Fernandez. John T, you're always in the building. Michael A, thank you for always jumping in yes. there and giving us good conversation. Yes. Michael McNeil, same thing to you. Uh, Nuvia hops in there and gives us some good information. And shout out to Style by Stevie. Make sure you check out Style by Stevie, who has live lives on Instagram, interviewing some of the hottest people in show business daily. So go check out Style I'm by Stevie. Okay. Yeah, y'all guys are the best. I love the live chats. Y'all be like. That's right. I we want to thank you guys all for the support, and we'll check you out next time. Thank you for joining us. One Mike Night Talk. We're out. Bye. Au revoir.